In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, tell the ruler of Tyre. The Lord says this. Being swollen with pride, you have said, I am God. I am sitting on the throne of God, surrounded by the seas. Though you are a man and not a God, you consider yourself the equal of God. You are wiser now than Daniel. There is no sage as wise as you. By your wisdom and your intelligence, you have amassed great wealth. You have piles of gold and silver inside your treasure houses. Such is your skill in trading, your wealth has continued to increase. And with this, your heart has grown more arrogant. And so the Lord says this. Since you consider yourself the equal of God, very well, I am going to bring foreigners against you, the most barbarous of the nations. They will draw sword against your fine wisdom. They will defile your glory. They will throw you down into the pit, and you will die a violent death, surrounded by the seas. And you still going to say, are you still going to say, I am a god, when your murderers confront you? No, you're a man and not a god, in the clutches of your murderers. You'll die like the uncircumcised at the hand of the foreigners, for I have spoken, it is the Lord who speaks. The Word of the Lord It is the Lord who deals death and life. I should crush them to dust, said the Lord. I should wipe out their memory among men. Did I not fear the boasting of their enemy? But let not their foes be mistaken. Let them not say, Our own power wins the victory. The Lord plays no part in this. What a nation of short sight it is. In them there is no understanding. How else could one man or one woman rout a thousand? How could ten, how could two put ten thousand to flight? 
were it not their rock, were it not that their rock has sold them, that the Lord has delivered them up? The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you solemnly, it will be hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes, I tell you again, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. When the disciples heard this, they were astonished. Who can be saved then? they said. And Jesus gazed at them. For men and women, he told them, this is impossible, but for God everything is possible. Then Peter spoke. What about us? he said to him. We have left everything and followed you. What are we to have then? Jesus said to him, I tell you solemnly, when all is made new and the Son of Man sits on his throne of glory, you will yourselves sit on twelve thrones to judge the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, children, or land for the sake of my name, will be repaid a hundred times over, and also inherit eternal life. Many who are first will be last, and the last first. The Gospel of the Lord. As you, you know from the news at this time, uh, Lebanon is very much in our thoughts and that terrible event that happened in Beirut uh, just a short while ago. And strangely enough, uh, from today's reading, uh, Lebanon also uh, comes up as well. Uh, that place, uh, Tyre, which is mentioned in the first reading of today's Mass from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, uh, still to this very day, is one of the five major cities in Lebanon. And in biblical times, and in the Old Testament times particularly, it was a very powerful uh, city-state, um, very rich. Um, and there was kind of two parts to it, a kind of land part and an island part. Uh, and it was very, very prosperous. Uh, you may remember that Solomon gets uh, uh, wood uh, from... Lebanon, uh, and it's from this particular uh, uh, part uh, to build the, the temple. Um, and of course, the, uh, those particular trees are, are very valued. Uh, and also, uh, Lebanon, uh, this uh, uh, city in Lebanon, Tyre, uh, uh, was very rich in, in kind of minerals and uh, very prosperous as a kind of merchant uh, area, a merchant state. Um, we know uh, that in uh, this kind of prophecy of Ezekiel, uh, what he's prophesying is the destruction of this kingdom, which which, which would have seemed totally unlikely uh, to, to everybody because it was so powerful. Uh, but soon after the prophecy, uh, it comes to pass that Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, uh, destroys uh, part of um, uh, Tyre itself after an astonishing 13-year siege. Um, but doesn't conquer it all, doesn't conquer the island part of it uh, and uh, makes a part of it as a kind of a vassal state 
it's only some 250 years later that Alexander uh, manages to conquer the whole uh, of the, the, the place. I suppose in this kind of biblical uh, scene then we have the kind of rivalries and the conflicts and, and these kind of city-states that, that are ready to feed off the destruction of Jerusalem uh, and Israel and Judah itself. Uh, and the prophet himself then is kind of speaking uh, this word uh, to power, if you like, uh, and, and how, how different the, the two seem. Uh, this is only a lowly prophet in, in Israel, and of course this is the king of Tyre with all of his riches and power. And what he prophesies is his ultimate destruction, uh, that God himself will take away all the things that he possesses. And of course, that's exactly what comes to pass. Today we hear in that gospel passage uh, about uh, Caesar, uh, you know, that, that thing about the, the rich man uh, entering the kingdom of God, you know, uh, how difficult it is for a rich uh, person to enter the kingdom of God. And uh, some people kind of say that, that that's a kind of a scene from Jesus' life, uh, that there's a very narrow gate in, in the walls of Jerusalem and a kind of rich man with all of his possessions and his camels trying to get through the gate and, and Jesus kind of points to them and says, you know, how hard it is for a rich man to enter uh, uh, the kingdom of God this rich man trying to enter the, the gate itself uh, because he's got so many uh, possessions. But it would have seemed very uh, strange for Jesus to say that because uh, the thing was that people regarded rich people to be very blessed by God uh, and that they would be the first ones to enter the kingdom of God because uh, their life was so blessed here on earth. Um, and it would have seemed a kind of a preposterous thing that Jesus was saying. But Jesus reverses everything, doesn't he? He says, those that are first will be last and the last will be first. Um, it, it, it kind of uh, turns the, kind of the world upside down. And maybe it kind of echoes just exactly what we hear in the, the reading uh, from today's Mass, that first reading, that the, the king himself, with all of his riches, with all of his strength, uh, seemed unassailable, and yet uh, he was easily kind of toppled. Uh, there's that sense in which the, the power of God uh, can raise up uh, anything and, and, and do anything and, and very often does the unexpected. And I suppose Jesus is, himself is reminding the, uh, his listeners of just exactly that. It's often not those that are first today uh, that will enter the kingdom of God, but it's those that are last. Um, God himself can do anything God himself can do the things that he, he would wish. And so we kind of sense that in our own life, that that, that when we kind of feel as if, you know, uh, things are not going our way, uh, that God himself uh, can reverse uh, things, uh, that God himself can change situations. Uh, when we feel as if the, uh, the, the, there's so much uh, that's against us, there's so much uh, difficulties that we face, almost like a flip of the coin uh, uh, God himself uh, can change our fortunes and the way our, our life or the way that our path in life goes and so uh, I suppose Ezekiel is, is trying to remind, remind the people and his listeners uh, to have faith in the power of God in their own life uh, everything might seem black at one moment and yet 
it can change just in, in a moment. Um, and so we have that faith and confidence in the Lord himself that uh, in the midst of our lives, when very often things are, are going badly, uh, we realise that God himself can change our fortunes, change the course of our life and change the path that we find ourselves on. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive our offering, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for your holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory, as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. 
welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May chairs of Christ through these sacraments we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that conformed to his image on earth, we may merit also to be his co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. And we continue to ask Mary's special help and protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers today, Owen Flanagan, who is in hospital, uh, I ask you especially to accompany him with your, your prayers to give him strength in these times. And uh, each day, uh, Owen has been watching uh, Mass itself, and... Um, sure that he'll be watching Mass uh, today as well and we 
we wish him well and to get better and to get stronger and to get home very soon as well. So, especially if he's watching him, we send him our special uh, greeting today. I ask you also to remember uh, Owen's wife, Maureen, who hasn't been uh, all that well either. Uh, so if you can remember both of them in your prayers, that would be good. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>